Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Harvest Horror Fest. Hello, everybody. I'm hoping that we can make you a believer. I don't know. I don't know, Matt. What that that was pretty bad, huh? That was that was that was bad. It was pretty lame. Yeah. 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 Well. Anyway, we're going to be talking about Exorcist Believer today on our uh, number 344 um, for the Harvest Horror Fest. And I just want to make a quick apology that this is late because something happened that has never happened before in our 343 other pods. Uh, Mike Talent, me, uh, watched the wrong movie. The talent dropped the ball. The fucking funniest thing, too, is that you're the one that made the schedule. That's what I think is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I looked at the schedule. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, Mike watched our movie for next week, which uh, is why we're a week, literally a week after this film came out, I guess you would say. But uh, this week, uh, as Mysterious Mike Talent introduced us and not really us but the podcast at least oh yes i'm matt yeah yeah this is he matt is mike yeah so- sorry man <laughs> it's okay mike it's a shit show so that's why we're a day late and a dollar short probably more than a dollar but uh we are recording this on wednesday because mike had to scramble to go to the theaters so we could watch the exorcist believer so i don't know if this actually has a number or whatever because i know there's like exorcist 2 and all those I don't know. I didn't pay attention. I don't really care. But I do know this is supposedly a direct sequel to the original. So we'll see how it goes. But to make it up to everybody, why not have a really incredible giveaway this week for being a day late? Uh, yeah, man. I, I think we definitely owe our listeners that. So, Matt, what what did you scrounge up? What you, you find some spare change in the drawers? What, what do we got? Well, this one is from our good friends, as always, not always, but a lot of the times, our good friends, a lot of the times, uh, Paramount Pictures. This is probably one of the best, if not the best giveaways we've ever had. Uh, It is for a digital code for a little film that just came out on Tuesday for digital download. It's called, um, gosh, what's it? That's right. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. That's right. We got picked to give away digital copies of Tom Cruise's latest film. Dude, awesome. Dude, that's so awesome. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning uh, Part 1 was a great movie. I can't wait for Part 2. Oh, dude, I'm stoked. And you know we will talk about it here. We have to. Both of us love the first one. I know we're going to love the second one. They they can't they can't screw it up, you know. I me personally, you know, I'm partial to uh, um, Agent Carter. Agent Carter. Well, oh, dude, that's oh, her oh, name oh, in the yeah, Marvel yeah, Cinematic yeah, yeah, Universe, of course. Haley Atwell. Yeah, she she doesn't know it, but she's one of my future ex wives too. God, dude, that British accent, and she just has that traditional, like very much like uh, my other future ex wife, uh, ScarJo. Ah. Uh, they both have that classic look, you know, the the physical and how they carry themselves and how they talk and present. I, I'm just really attracted to that. 
it's that classic 60s 70s even maybe 50s like look and how they talk and maybe it was just because they're they're they seem more refined i don't know i'm gonna stop jabbering because we want to get this giveaway going um mike i i want people i think this is a fun one this is the question i thought about this when i heard about us getting this giveaway and then we got approved for it and i was like yes i got the question i think this will be fun so write into Mike Talent, that's Mike at realfilmnerds.com, and you need to tell him if you could be in any Tom Cruise movie as either Tom Cruise himself, the character that Tom Cruise plays, plays or his co-star, or even just a little someone, you know, in the back, uh, an underling, a uh, uh, extra, you know, what movie of Tom Cruise's would you want to be in? Ooh, dude, that's a really good one, man. He's had such a like long career with all kinds of various movies. That's a great question, man. It's pretty fun, right? I mean, I can I can probably name ten right off the bat that I would die to be in, at least ten, and they're all just about equal. There's one that's always at the top, like almost always. Does the second part of the word say gun? Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. The, uh, one of the top two top guns i personally because knowing how they shot the second one i would want to be in the sh- second one because i get to ride around in an f-18 but i'd be cool with the first one too i'd be all right with it yeah 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 but dude oblivion oblivion would be so much fun dude oblivion was awesome uh live die repeat Ed- uh wh- yep edge of edge tomorrow of tomorrow yep. yeah that would be amazing so anyways email mike talent don't email me I mean, you can email me too. I don't care. It's We'll put you in the contest. And remember, it's a drawing to win one of the copies, digital download copies of Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. So, hey, I think that's a pretty good thing to make up for us being a day late and a dollar short. So, anyways, Mike, let me... Oh, you know what? I want to know what movie would you do, Mike? Man, I was just jogging through movies. Like for some reason, Rain Man came to my my attention. I don't know. A few good men. There, there's there's a lot of different movies like that. I'm just thinking about. Just trying to think about like, hmm, which one would I want to go to? You know, or be a part of. And yeah, I don't know. Days of Thunder, Matt. You remember? I mean, I would probably want to do Days of Thunder. Would be one of my ten that that's fairly equal. I mean, Days of Thunder was just incredible. That is such a fun movie. It has one of my uh, 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 favorite actors in it as well. Uh, of course, I'm going to draw a blank on his name, but uh, he played the kind of villain. He was his competitor. Uh, he played um, uh, Rowdy. He was from uh, Walking Dead. Oh yeah. Um, I'm spacing. I'm spacing on his name. I'm re- getting old. Sucks. <laughs> I'll be honest. And being tired doesn't help either. But uh, uh, he. Um, he was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I'm forgetting his name, but I love that actor, not just as an actor, but as a human being. He is a really, really good guy. He really is. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name right now. Um, he, uh, anyway. Um, Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't so, matter. So, I don't so, know, man. Days of Thunder is your pick? No, I don't. I I don't know what my pick is, man. I'm still thinking. I I. All right. It's just there's Fine. a large body of work to go through. Well, Mike, we need have a podcast we need to get through. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump on this. Here's the business for our friends at Paramount Pictures. 
So make sure to enter our contest. But if you don't win our contest, why not just go buy it? Come on, it's not that expensive. You can get it on all your different streaming platforms. Uh, not platforms, but like your streaming stores, you know, Vudu and all those, uh, Redbox, whatever. So anyways, here you go. Here is our business. Get Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 on digital today. Tom Cruise stars in the film critics are calling the biggest and best action movie of the year. Buy Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 on digital today and go behind the scenes with incredible bonus content. Available at participating retailers. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is rated PG-13. And again, it's from our good friends over at Paramount Pictures. Dude, that's so awesome. So uh, just make sure to enter and, and tell us what movie you would like to be in that Tom Cruise has done. That's a fun one, man, yeah. dude. This is great. Yeah, and either as the character that Tom Cruise is playing or just the sidekick or whatever just tell us which movie you'd love to be in i think it's fun i think i seriously i thought about that for i don't want to say how long i thought about it because i don't want to disclose you know our giveaway stuff but uh it it was more than a day i'll put it that way i thought about it for a little while just trying to get a really good fun one for this giveaway so there you go that is a fun one dude awesome 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 well matt I think we'll get back to the to the pod, uh, the review for The Exorcist Believer. Matt, what are your first impressions of this? Mike, you don't want me to break it down? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Break it down, Matt. Okay, Mike. Here we go. The Exorcist Believer was directed by David Gordon Green. It was written by Peter Sattler, David Gordon Green, Scott Teams, Danny McBride, and based on characters by William Peter Blady. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Anyways, The Exorcist Believer stars Ellen Bernstein, Jennifer Nettles, Leslie Odom Jr., Olivia O'Neill, Ann Dowd, Lydia Jewett, and a whole bunch of other people. I'm just going to stop there because, you know, IMDb goes on and on and on. Anyways, here's a little uh, tidbit for you. I'm sure the studio probably wrote it, but it's pretty good. It's actually a couple sentences. So, When two girls disappear into the woods and return three days later with no memory of what happened to them, the father of one of the girls seeks out Chris McNeil, who's been forever altered by what happened to her daughter 50 years ago. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Exorcist Believer, Mike. I didn't have high hopes for this going in, and that's what I got. Ouch. Ouch, man. Ouch. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what to expect with this. It, you know, it's it's a, a possession movie, uh, a horror movie, like, um, and I was, you know, it, it was just okay. I... I, I there's nothing special about this movie. It was just all right. Um, one thing that, I mean, I, I did like that they had some character development in it and stuff. So I didn't feel like they tried to rush too too quickly into like the possession stuff. So I did like that. But other than that, it was just, 
Meh. Well, Mike, um, the original Exorcist, in my opinion, is one of the scariest, best horror films ever made. Uh, I watched it the day before I went and saw this in the theater, so last Wednesday, so a week week ago. And it's still just as messed up and frightening as when I saw it at a younger age. I, The original Exorcist, I don't want to say I love it because I'm not a huge fan of horror films, but it is the pinnacle of horror films, in my opinion. And this, to call itself a sequel to that, sure, I guess. I mean, this movie isn't awful, but it's nothing special. Uh, It's almost two movies in one. In my opinion, the first half of The Girls Going Missing, uh, the backstory, the character development, is the better part of the film. The actual exorcism... Eh, it was just kind of boring. Honestly, I'll be honest. It, w- it was just boring. And I, w- I don't want to get into too much spoilers because there's some huge parts that are missing in the ex- the exorcism. But overall, Mike, I, I can't recommend people to see this in the theaters. I do not think it's worth it. I know it's doing well. I think it's made like 20 million bucks. No, not 20, like $28 million. Yeah. Opening weekend. Yeah, I think it was like, something 20, like that. 26, something like that. Yeah. 26, 27. It, oh, not 30, but close. So it, it's people are going to see it. I just, I thought it was lackluster at best. Okay, man. That, that, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I did want to ask you, Matt, this is, I mean, it's on topic. The one of our main characters in this movie is a is a photographer, and what did you think of the scenes of uh, him being a photographer? Like, I, I guess it was in uh, it was supposed to be in um, Haiti, right? It was supposed to be in Port-au-Prince. I think it was supposed to be Haiti. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of weird uh, how he went about it and how in the his face he was getting people and then bribing people. Like, if you're truly a uh, photojournalist or documentarian you don't pose people you don't bribe them to be in their photos or anything like that you just don't do stuff like that but he was just a quote-unquote photographer that was there and then the studio stuff with the family like that's spot on that that's legit like him using a tripod and being a goober and all that shit not so much but like the family always trying to do this and do this and try to tell you how you're yeah, that that's spot on. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> all right. It seriously is like that. Well, you know, I photographed your family. How well did that go, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 hard to to get the kids to stay still, man. Well, let's just be honest. You and you guys didn't like one of the photographs, which was very sad to me. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! No, we liked at least two. Oh my ass! My ass. They, they, you hated every single one of them. And I tried to tell you, you know, I told you and Mags over and over, these are raw images, you know, just think of them as raw. If you like, look at the faces, look at the poses, looking for that kind of shit. And then I'll clean them up. Never, never was asked, oh, well, you like this one, fix this one or the, nope. It was just kind of a dead point. Dude, I spent two grand on a lens just so I could do those. <laughs> that, that is true, Matt. That is true. But. Anyways. I knew you wanted that lens anyway. I did not. I have not used it since. No way. I I have no need. When my professional gear is not Sony, I I have much lower f stops. 
I got a lens that is what they call a super zoom. It does 50 millimeter to 400 in one lens. So I didn't have to bring a whole bunch of lenses with me. All right. All right. I legit have not used it since. It's really funny. I also caught it for the vacation too, but. Oh yeah. Well, see, you got to use it on the vacation. I did. I did. But I'm still, I'm still very disappointed in you and Mags. Cause I, I did, I did what I could, Mike. I did what I could. And you guys didn't like him at all. No, we, we, we liked him. We just didn't, we just didn't have any winners, man. No, that means you didn't like him. <laughs> okay. Well, but the one, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to stop cause I can, I can get on a rant and I'm just going to stop. All right. We're, we're just going to, we're going to move on back to, back to yes. the pod. And, uh, Matt, what, what did you think of the special effects and, and like the makeup and all that in this? It was fine. I don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't, I, I think I'm with you, Matt, with the exorcism scene without getting into much. It just didn't seem like they focused on it really. If that's, I don't know. It seemed like it was a buildup for a very small reward. Kind of. Like, they did all this stuff. They tried to, I don't know. Like, we got like the, the setup montage kind of. And like, and then it was just, it didn't really deliver. Well, I don't, I don't want to like talk too much cause about it because I'll spoil it. You know, okay, all right. All if right. people do want to go see it, but there was, like I said, there's some parts that were missing. But I mean, I thought it was smart having the two girls together as they were doing one big exorcism. But I just, the only thing that's somewhat satisfying of it is the very end, and you have to think about it a little bit. A lot of people hate it, but you have to think about it in relation to the original. I'll put it that way. Okay. All right. All right, Matt. So I, I, I guess we're running out of things to talk about already. So um, I'm going to ask you, Matt, what are you drinking this fine morning, evening, or afternoon? <sighs> well, Mike, as you know, I am keeping it going. I am drinking another Superfan Eric's provided Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Nice, dude. Nice. Uh, this, this time uh, I've got, uh, a, a nice pumpkin. It's, uh, Elysian, um, uh, Night Owl. It's a, it's a good one. Isn't it Elysian? I, I think, it, oh, Elysian. May, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Elysian, but, uh, yeah, it, um, it's out of like Seattle. I don't know. I figured you're the beer master, so you should know these things, Mike. Yes, Definitely. So, okay, I hope this is a good one because this is about two young girls, Mike, the film, not the joke. But (laughs) so it should be a really good dad joke. It better be because this movie is about a dad. Well, two dads, but yeah. uh, Well, dude, I think it's a good one. So, okay, Mike, what is this week's just shitty dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. Did you hear NASA found another planet? Uh, sure. Why not? Did they rediscover Pluto again? No, but it's out of this world. No, dude, that was not. <laughs> that was a disappointment. No, that was a disappointment. So my saying it was a shitty dad joke, I won. I won. 
What did you win, dude? I don't know. Hopefully the Diamondbacks win tonight's game that I'm not watching. Ah, well, hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, you win the sports oh, ball. It's three nothing. Sports ball. It's three nothing. Sports ball. I am not watching it while I podcast. I swear. I, I, I think you are watching it while you podcast. No, I just have the live score. I'm not watching the actual game. Oh, okay. You just have like a widget? Sure. Whatever you want to call it. It's just a website. It's not a widget because I'm on a computer. If I was on my phone, it'd be a widget. Okay. All right. Gotcha. So anyways, all right, Mike. Most important question of the podcast. How does the Exorcist Believer relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, man, I had to kind of search down for this one, but uh, down in the art department, uh, art director Gary uh, Nyler also worked on Iron Man 3 as a prop maker. What did he do on this? He made props too? No, no, he was the art director on this. Art director. Oh, okay, so he got a big step up. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's, I guess that was 2013, so it's it's been 10 years. It's still a pretty big step up, but I mean, yeah, it took 10 years. Well, maybe he's been an art director on other things, so I'm not yeah, one to judge. Yeah, I, I, I think he has. I think there's other stuff. But anyway, um, so that's the, the cinematic tie-in, man. So now okay, now you are. So that means I can just spoil it now? You, you just go for it, man. It sounds like you're, you're roaring to go. Okay, so here's the biggest complaint I have about this entire film. And the reason why I didn't want to spoil it, because it's a big spoiler. Mike, how can you have an exorcist film without a young priest and an old priest? That is just bullshit. You got to have a young priest and an old priest there to do the exorcism. And they brought in a young priest and it was lackluster and he had his head spinned around within two seconds of meeting the guy. It was fucking ridiculous. It was stupid. It was stupid. I, I really wondered why they even had him in there. Like, I don't know, man. The, uh, the overall, the exorcism scene was just, I don't know. I felt like they could have done something different. I, I did enjoy all the different, like, uh, religious figures, like, coming together or whatever. But, eh, I don't know. It was just... It seemed like it was oddly done. I was going to say the same thing. I liked the inclusion of multiple different religions and religious scholars, I guess you would say, because they're not all uh, ministers or equivalent ministers, but there was, you know, pastors and there was a former nun and, you know, just all kinds of different religious sects trying to help with this exorcism and it was about the community, which I thought was really interesting, but yet you don't have the young priest and the old priest. And that's where exorcism comes from is Catholicism. Like that's where it comes from. As far as I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As far as I know. I mean, I, there are other religions that have things similar to it, but they don't call it an exorcist or an exorcism. Catholics do. And so it's like, okay, so you have this movie that's called Exorcist. There's no priest. That is, it was just a letdown, man. But the first half of the movie was very good. 
especially um oh gosh i i'm forgetting his name the uh leslie odom jr oh yeah he was fantastic as a concerned single parent oh yeah he did a very good job yeah no he was awesome um ellen bernstein back from the original she has a very small part in here but she did a fantastic job uh and dowd did a very good job uh the girls the the two main characters olivia o'neill and lydia jewett were fantastic they did a very good job at acting i just think the story was just not great half of it the first half was solid second half was awful the exorcism was awful and that's the name of the damn movie and it was it was a letdown it wasn't even scary it was just kind of boring yeah it it didn't build the suspense right i think like it didn't get you yeah i don't know it had too many ups and downs in the exorcism itself like i i I don't know I i feel like it just wasn't paced and shot right Maybe, do you blame it on editing? Mm, no, I don't. Not a hundred percent, but eh, it just seemed a little odd. And then Matt, you know, being that this is a uh, Harvest Horror Fest movie, uh, you know, it only had two B's. Uh, yeah, it didn't have the boobs. No boobs, just blood and and beast. Well, dude, now that it saw X, it didn't have boobs. I, didn't it have uh oh no i don't think it did have a boob huh it was close i think no it was close i mean there was some you know fairly tight fitting clothing on a couple of the ladies but no no boobage no sir no you're right we've gone away three from bees of horror out yeah we've we've gone away from that i feel like it's just not next week <laughs> 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 Uh, all right. Well, that's a little preview for next week, people. Uh, or should I say, uh, the movie that Mike already watched. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just, that was just disappointing. Um, Matt, something interesting about this movie, since we're in the spoiler zone, is the Bloomhouse slash probably most likely Universal paid $400 million to get the exorcist rights. Um, and uh, they are going to make three movies. So this is the beginning of a trilogy. And it's the same uh, director who did the Halloween trilogy. Right. So Right. I, the, I, the modern Halloween yeah, trilogy. Yes, the modern Halloween tri- trilogy that just, just finished up. Well, I mean, just. I guess finished up a few, what? two years ago but it really is oh, was it last year or was it two years ago i don't remember i think it was 21 right but i think the movies were really done way before it was just pandemic stuff so they like held off well no they filmed two and three at the same time didn't they yeah and then the pandemic hit and they couldn't finish editing the third one gosh why do i have hiccups sorry oh i i don't know man uh halloween kills was uh 2021 then was that the last one uh halloween kills no halloween, halloween ends, ends is the last yeah, one. halloween ends was last year yeah oh okay yeah they filmed halloween kills and halloween ends at the same time um which is becoming common now i guess to save money but uh uh i remember they pushed 
I think both of them back because of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. Anyway, it's um, because <laughs> yeah, the original came out in 2018. Y- yeah, no, no, for sure. And I'm I'm wondering if this um, David Gordon Green is going to get kind of pigeonholed into doing these weird like trilogies. What do you think? Do you think Friday the 13th will be next? Dude, they, people have been talking about that that they have not remade a decent friday the 13th they did that one which we will review in 10 years but we'll get there yeah we'll, uh, we'll get, get there. there we're on our way we, we've got a path There's yeah th- well not it's not 10 years it technically would be seven yeah we've, we've got vision like it's on the roadmap that's there There we mm-hmm. go it's on the roadmap it is it is it is but no um i hope they learn from this one because people are going and watching this but it's getting destroyed by critics and viewers as well on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. It's making money, which is good. But uh, hopefully they learn from it and they go back more to the roots of the original Exorcist. Yeah, I, I think they will listen to some of the feedback. We'll, we'll see what happens. But I think this the next two will be different than, than this one. Um, I did like the character development. And like, like you said, the beginning of the movie, like the setup was pretty good it was very good yeah but so i I think they should go one of two ways either really really go balls deep with the original exorcism you know do it like that you know have the the green puke the spider walk uh have you know young priest old priest hell dude even have it in washington dc again do that you know, don't do the same like characters and story and all that stuff, but have a lot of the same elements or this is just me thinking out loud or go the other way. Do not do anything like the this exorcist or the original exorcist. Be completely different. Have it in like Australia or like China or Japan or something and have it be a completely different religion. Have it be very 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 different i think if they do one of those two routes it'll be successful yeah yeah i think you're right there i i think people wanted this to be kind of like the first one a little bit but like i don't know i don't know what exactly what people wanted but you know man it's been 50 years 50 years it's pretty crazy dude I know. I, I didn't want it to be like the first one, but they kept saying, oh, you know, it's the sequel. It's inspired by the original and all this other stuff. And there's not really any elements. I mean, you know, let, you'll hear Ma Hinshaw, since we already recorded our segment, I can talk about it a little bit. But Ma Hinshaw's biggest disappointment, Mike, what do you think it is of this film? Um, Wasn't scary? Nope. There was no green vomit. Really? She said there was not enough green vomit. There was no vomit. She wanted more vomit. I'm like, my 82-year-old mother is complaining that there's not enough vomit in a horror movie. Yeah, there, there was weird. only really the, what, like two two uh, times that there was some sort of um, vomity type thing? Yeah, and she's like, it was more like black ooze. And she said it, I, it was not the same. It, it did not scare her. It didn't upset her. She said just, she wanted more puke. More puke. This from a lady that basically raised five children. She wanted more puke. Yeah, she, wa- she, she wanted more puke, Matt. She wanted more puke. That's- you know what Ma Hinshaw wants? Ma Hinshaw gets. So they better have more green puke in the next one. Okay. Hopefully. Hopefully they will have more green puke. 
Or they go so, completely the other way, and it's like purple. Uh, dude, magenta. Magenta. <laughs> That'd be a good color. Mm-hmm. It'd be bright. Everybody'd see it. Nice bright pink, basically. Yeah. 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 I, For those of you who don't do colors, color class things. Yeah, basically a, a pink, pinkish, purplish. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, Mike. Um, since you're leading the podcast, I I, I probably should have you do this, but. Um, so why not talk about the movie you already watched for next week? Oh, yes. Uh, well, ne- next week, uh, we are going to be reviewing a, a old, uh, classic, uh, 1984 Friday the 13th, the final chapter, although it's not the final chapter. You might as well just said Friday the 13th part four, but you know. Maybe they were trying to end it, and they're like, you know what? We're still making money. Let's keep going. But yeah, it is Friday the 13th this week. Uh, tomorrow, technically, it is to- will be tomorrow. And, uh, you know, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Fr- and we're sticking to our rules yeah. that we're going to do one a year until we get through all of them. Unless the podcast goes away, which might happen, too. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But so we're we're on number four, Matt. Can you believe it? Yes, because this is the sixth annual Harvest Horror Fest. So there are two years where we didn't do it at all. That's true. That's true. Two years. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I was the one that came up with it too. Because I do like Friday the Thirteenth. It's it's fun. At least the original was. Um, I think you were the one who came up with it. Slash, you know, you got that deal. I did get that deal. Yes. It was like $13.13 for like almost all the movies. (laughs) It was something like that on a Friday the 13th. So if you want to buy these movies, pay attention to Vudu and pay attention to the Microsoft Office Store or not Office Store, Microsoft Store, Xbox Store. I don't know. One of them. Whatever Microsoft has. That's where I actually bought them. And then it synced up with my Vudu. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, I don't know if, is there much else we want to talk about, Matt, with this? I don't know, dude. I think I've yabbered on long enough. I mean, we're over 30 minutes now, so I don't know. I mean, you're the, you're the host with the most this go around. You're the leader that, uh, can adhere to his own schedule. So, I mean, if you want, I can go back and talk about how disappointed I am in you again about the photos. No, no, no. I mean, I think about it literally like every day. (laughs) It's because I have a picture of where it would have been my photo on my fridge. And I look at it every day when I'm getting my milk (laughs) and beer and crying myself to sleep. Oh, okay. Well, on that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> On that happy note, uh, let's talk some more about Possession. And Matt, did, did, did this movie make you a believer? No. Do you think the point of this, uh, the name, was for our main character, um, well, one of our main characters, uh, Victor Fielding uh, is the character's name, uh, played by Leslie Odom Jr.? Um do you think it was to try and make him a believer? Because he pretty much renounced religion. Maybe. Um, it definitely is tied into that. But I think the title believer comes from more like um, the original, where um, 
Our original character, uh, Chris McNeil, played by Ellen Bernstein, uh, she didn't believe either. So I think it's kind of a little bit of both of them. You know, her character and Leslie Odom Jr.'s character. Yeah, uh, Ellen Bernstein uh, actually said that the only reason she did this movie was they doubled her salary. Like, she really didn't want to be in this movie. <laughs> um, wow, for like 20 minutes of acting, too. Yeah, so nice. they doubled her salary. And uh, I guess it was a, it was a offer, she, offer, offer she could not refuse. And Okay, well, here, Mike, I got it. I got it. What do you think about Linda Blair making a two-second appearance at the end? Did they double her salary, too? I don't know what they paid her, but um, I, I don't know. Um, I, I was surprised to see her in it because I didn't think she wanted to do it at all. I don't, but she did make an appearance. I don't think she wanted to do it, but she did it. So, um, I, I think, uh, I think she did uh, work as a consultant though in on the film to uh, help help the girls. So, I don't know. But there wasn't enough green vomit, Mike. That that's true. She, how could she consult them at all? Really, I mean. I mean, really. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Maybe it's just made up, Matt. I don't. Uh, I just think we're gonna have to have a discussion with uh, Ma Hinshaw. She's gonna have to call up the uh, writers, directors, and uh, Linda Blair and be like, "Why no vomit?" Yeah. What happened? And they're, she's probably, and they're probably going to be like, editor, we had it in there. They cut it out. There was so much, and they cut it all out. Yeah, right. Well, the, you know, you don't want to upset Ma Hinshaw. She's angry. She can get real angry. That's true. We don't. So, um, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think we have much more to talk about, Matt. So, uh, let's see. We've, we've, we've. Oh, uh, I'll remind the listeners once again, make sure you enter the contest. Tell us uh, what movie uh, in in part you would like to be in uh, any of uh, Tom Cruise's uh, movies, and you'll be entered for the uh, Mission Impossible. Um, Dead Reckoning Part 1? Yeah, Dead Reckoning Part 1. I was trying to think of the name of it because there's so many of them. I got you. I got you. So, um, yeah. So I guess that's it, Matt. Do you do you want me to take us out of here? Uh, no, because uh, I think I'm the one that takes us out of here. And Mike, you're supposed to be the host with the most, and you're forgetting one crucial segment oh, of yeah, the Real I Filmers am. podcast. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah. How could I forget that? Um, Matt, what reading do you give? Uh, uh, exorcist uh, believer well mike i give the exorcist believer two reels oh. out of five and not rating i'm going with reels but i guess it, reels are a rating so yeah yes two film reels okay all right and you give it like four out of five don't you no 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 i i am gonna i'm gonna give it a little bit more than you but uh two, two and a half reels is is what i'm going with Wow, you and Ma Hinshaw, like-minded this week. I'm the jerk. <laughs> well, you know, you said it. Oh, oh, is this going back to the photo thing, Mike? Do I need to start 
do I need to get Mags on here? Yeah, we need to get Mags yeah. on here. We need to have a discussion with Mags about this. Yes, definitely. This, we need to we need to talk to Mags about this. This is a hot button topic. <laughs> I know she's the uh, she's the one that rules the roost. So you know we need to get we need to get that figured out. Get that get her on here, and she'll be like, "Yeah, you suck as a photographer. Thank God you don't do it anymore, you son of a bitch." Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Uh, okay well everyone thank you for joining us for yet another long real film nerds podcast harvest horror fest annual number six volume six six annual six annual yeah we'll go we'll just stick with six annual i guess i won't change up the terminology Six AO Harvest Horror Fest, The Exorcist Believer. Next week we will be watching Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. I don't know where you can stream it. I'm sure there's somewhere you can, but I own it, so that is where I'm going to be streaming it. Uh, hopefully, it's more fun than this. I don't know. We will see. That's why we have said podcast. So thank you again, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook. Uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, Instagram, at Real Film Nerds is how you can find all of it. Uh, I'm pretty good with getting all that in the Googles. If you type in Real Film Nerds, we should pop up. So, yes, uh, join our community, talk about movies, download, share with your friends, family, and listen to me on the radio on Fridays with uh, Lisa Live if you are local to Prescott. So, anyways, thanks again, everyone. Have a delightful weekend. We will chat with you next, hopefully, Wednesday. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Greetings, everyone. This is Ma Hinshaw loses her pumpkin spice cookies. Episode 33. Exorcist Believers. Hi, Matt. How are you this fine evening? Well, you almost got it right, the title of the film. It's pretty close. But I am lovely because, you know, we are recording this before Mike and I record because Mike dropped the ball. So this podcast (laughs) will be coming out on Thursday instead of Wednesday. Yes, Mike actually is the one that screwed up on his thing. I will explain this in the real podcast too. So now this is the second time you're hearing it, but yeah, he screwed up his, his harvest horror fest and what movies we were doing, even though I wrote them down. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, that's horrifying. I'm, I have to admit that. And the movie was not too horrifying. This week we talk about the exorcist, the exorcist colon believer. Oh, Did well, you? I left, I left out the colon. Oh, hell. You keep interrupting me. You keep talking over me, you old bat. Okay. okay. I'm trying to conduct your podcast here. Uh, I know you love horror movies and you love blood, guts, and gore based on your rating of Saw X. Liar. Uh, Mom, what did you think of The Exorcist Believer since you saw the original Exorcist in the theaters when you were, what, like 45, 50? I wasn't that old. Gee. I was like, no, I was 30 something. But anyway, <laughs> well, 
Yes, I was expecting absolutely nothing from this movie. And, well, I was a little bit pleasantly surprised because it was better than I thought at the beginning. Uh, the beginning was really good, uh, where the girls got lost and uh, the Leslie Odom Jr., who played the dad, did a great job of being, you know, afraid and where are my girl, daughter, and all this. And uh, that was a good part of the movie. Uh, but it was kind of slow in the middle. And I, well, anyhow, I, it didn't have enough vomit for me. What? I yeah, I expected a lot more vomit. It's gross. You I wanted expected, puke in the movie? How dare you? Well, yeah, and I thought it would be green puke, and it wasn't. It looked like um, hot fudge or something uh, the, when she did vomit. So it uh, made you hungry? No. Oh, no. But I did mean... You, did uh, you want to rush in there with some whipped cream and cherries? <laughs> Well, that does sound yummy. No, no, no. Because it's supposed to be vomit. Come on. It's supposed to be. But, I mean, I would rather, you know, in the old one, the girl was in bed and she just vomited all over the floors in the bed and all this stuff. And this one was kind of weird, folks. But I won't spoil it from saying, you know, what it was. But uh, And the other girl, Olivia, she had more, she, she had blood spatters and stuff. Which was cool. I don't remember her vomiting. Did she vomit? No, she didn't, I don't think. No, because she was an ex... Well, whatever. I can't say that. Anyway, yeah. Ma, this is your podcast. You can do whatever you want. If you want to spoil it, you can spoil it. It's yours. No one's going to listen to it anyways because they all okay. think we're terrible or they don't... Oh, oh, people just don't go to movies anymore, so nobody cares. Oh, so, you know, we had... We did not have many folks at our movie either. Oh, but let me tell you, there were three really good jump scares, I thought. I had, you know, there were three good scares. Um, so that's one good thing, but it was more, you know, in the middle, beginning, the middle, and that. I was very disappointed in the end. I really thought it was kind of weird. And... and the priest was such a big part of the original and this priest was kind of dopey and was in the car and then, Oh, I go in or will I not? And then when he goes in and stuff, well, that's ridiculous, you know? And I thought the dad that was the preacher would have more of a part in, but no. And the whole, no, 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 no. There was not a dad. That was a preacher. There was a preacher. And then there was a dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, there were right, two different right. characters. Two different characters. Okay. Well, sorry, guys. I goofed on that. But anyway, the end where they finally got the ding, dang, stupid, creepy thing out of the girl was uh, strange. I think it would have been better. Hmm? You mean the demon? Yes. Yeah, the demon. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. You can say it, Mom. It is an exorcist movie, which means 
that it's a demon that's inside and they have to be exercised. Yes, I know that. Not on a treadmill. Yes, I know that. Okay. Are you just scared? But anyway, I thought it was strange in in many ways how they did and it took a long time. It's like uh, of course the original the priest took a really long time. But anyway, so I was kind of it was sort of good, but not real or shaking. So that's my view of this film. Okay. When was the last time you saw the original? Probably when it came out. <laughs> How do you even remember it then? I mean, Mom, you have, you know, some timers. Well, no. Actually, I have seen it. Probably I saw it on TV when they replayed it sometime or another, you know. But, uh, no, I haven't. I really thought there would be a lot of more puke, and there wasn't. And I just was shocked with that. There were (laughs) two girls that were possessed. And you'd think they both would just, you know, puke everywhere. And I am kind of disappointed it wasn't pea green, but whatever, you know. I think you need to tweet this out that there wasn't enough vomit for you. Why? What? Go log oh, in the okay. Graham Graham SV and tweet okay. out, this movie did not have enough puke. I'm disappointed. Right. I am disappointed. Yes. I looked forward to a lot more puke. <laughs> but, oh well. The way it goes, guys. And so, that's my view of this movie. I mean, uh, Lydia, who played the girl that had the demon removed, was very good. She was a very good actress for her age, and Olivia was good, too, but her part was not as interesting, I guess you'd say. Um, And that's all I can say, okay? Should people go see this in the theaters? I wouldn't bother myself. I don't think I would. Well, but you did. You went and saw it in the theaters. Well, how else am I going to do a podcast of it if I don't go to the movie? Oh, now you're just getting picky. Yes, I am. I'm picky. There. Yeah. So so when are you going to move to Prescott and uh, co-host oh. <laughs> uh, Lisa live every every day? Well, I honestly, I do not know, Matt. <laughs> It would be fun, but oh well, darn it, darn it. I think you should. She needs someone Monday through Friday. She needs a co-host. Oh, and she's so much fun. Lisa is a fun person. We'll have to get you one of those powered wheelchairs to get in there. You know, the ones that can power upstairs and stuff. Upstairs? No. Yeah, I'd be in trouble. I could not make that. You could do it, quitter. No. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to anyway. talk with Lisa about it on Friday. Oh, so, okay. Ma, what movie are we talking about for next week that Mike screwed up and watched this week instead <laughs> of next week? It's kind of weird, but Friday the 13th, ep- whatever, episode four? Yeah. It's part four, but it's actually titled Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Oh, the final chapter. Oops, I didn't get that one. Okay. But I will no, it's fine. It. It's not the final chapter, though. So. Oh no! What? There's ten of them. Yes. Yes. Well, anyhow. <laughs> what is your favorite horror movie? Since you're such a big horror movie buff, mother. 
Well, you know what my favorite is, and it's very old, but Passion I thought of the it Christ. was scary. No, no. Oh. Halloween, the original. I thought that did was Did you say right. that last week? Yes, I did. Why am I repeating I myself? Then? You're supposed it's to stop favorite. me from doing these things, you old bat. Stop repeating. Okay. There you go. <laughs> no. I don't know. It was really creepy because it reminded me of neighborhoods that I lived in and, you know, and babysitting and, oh, yeah, I thought it was scary. Why would it remind you of neighborhoods you lived in, Mom? You grew up in Phoenix. There's no trees. There's no green grass. Yeah, but I lived in Utah, too, and they had trees and grass. Yeah, but you were well into adulthood. Oh, yeah. That movie had been out by then for a while. Oh, I know, but it was still scary. But you say you were scared of it because that's where you grew up. No, you didn't. You grew up in dirt. I did not. We had grass in Phoenix back then. No, Mom, not the kind you spoke. (laughs) We had grass. We really did. My mom wanted grass. I know you did. And that's back when water wasn't too expensive. And we had water. Oh, we had a lot of rain back then. But not anymore, <laughs> you know. So anyway, and that's my view. That was my scary movie. And my, uh, do you want my uh, number of cookie? I guess. You don't? Well, it's your podcast. You do what you want. All right. I keep trying I to tell you this. this. This is not my podcast. I do this for you. My podcast, you know, just ran. Okay, Although well. it hasn't been recorded yet, so we're speaking in the future, but it's the past, but it's the future. Great. Now I'm confused. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I will give this movie two and a half Oreo pumpkin spice cookies. This. Wow. Now they're Oreo <laughs> pumpkin spice? Why? Yeah. Why? Please explain to me why you like pumpkin spice and why the world just dies for pumpkin spice. I don't know, but I sure do love it. Because and isn't I, pumpkin spice just basically cinnamon? No, it's not. It's a de- delicate mixture of cinnamon, a pitch of cloves, and pumpkin. And I don't know how the heck they get that flavor in there. And I like it. And I had pumpkin spice creamer in my coffee this morning, too. <laughs> so there. You're part of the problem. You know that, right? Oh, I know. I know. And I also have pumpkin spice goldfish. That just sounds awful. Well, it's kind of weird, but I have them anyway because my now, granddaughter likes them. So, now, yeah. okay, so they're the goldfish you eat. They're not the ones that are swimming around in water. Oh, then. no, no, no. I know. Not the Because swimmers. that'd be even weirder if they're swimming around just in pumpkin spice. No, no, I can't have fishes. They usually die on me. That is not true. Do you remember the toilet? No, you remember that tank that we never took care of and never cleaned, and those fish lived forever, and you never fed them or nothing. And then (laughs) one day you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna. I should probably clean this out." And there's three fucking fish in there. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But I've killed a lot of betas, I'll tell you that. My grand one of my grandsons, I don't know which one, I bought a beta, put it in a little bowl, you know, and he talked with it every day and then well, it kicked the bucket, but I fed him. It <laughs> anyway. Yeah. 
I think we segued. Well, anyway, if you want to go and, well, have three scary jump starts and watch a lot of uh, hot fudge stuff at the end, <laughs> go see this movie. <laughs> um, I still don't understand the hot fudge thing, but okay, I don't remember no, them really throwing up at all. Look, okay, here's one of my scientific views. When the, uh, whatever, the puke came out, it, it, it was thick. It wasn't like blood. It was thicker. Like I say, it looked like a little bit of hot fudge or maybe hot cocoa or something. No, it didn't look like cocoa because it was too dark a color. But, you know, it just didn't look right. The texture, you know. But that's my view, you know. No, I don't. That's why I'm sitting here talking to you. And if you now she had puked pea soup, it, the pea soup puke was a different texture, and I thought that was really cool. But this, eh, you know, it's okay. All right. Oh Lord. Okay, uh, I guess that means I could take us out now, right? Yes, you may. Well, I don't know. It's your podcast. That's what I'm asking I, you. I am finished talking about uh, not much puke. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay, thank well, you. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Pumpkin Spice Cookies, the bane of my existence. <laughs> the podcast and the pumpkin spice, both. <laughs> um, tune in next week. When we chat about Friday the 13th, the final chapter, a.k.a. Friday the 13th, part four. Uh, Other than that, uh, yeah, get out and go watch a movie. And so we can keep doing this podcast and movies can keep being made. Yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.